Greetings, friends. It's Christmas Eve, Eve. It's uh, Will Meneker for Chop Out here, joined as always by Felix Peterman and Matt Christman. Fellas, are you simply having a wonderful Christmas time? It's wet as hell out here. <laughs> wet Christmas. Everyone's favorite. <laughs> no one no one told you to move to uh, probably, I would call it probably like Brandontopia, where you live now. <laughs> the most brandoned out country in the world. It's Cascadia. When- yeah, when they secede from the DeSantis Imperium, uh, they're going to put Brandon on the money, for sure. Y- yeah, I mean, like, okay, look at the name. Look at the name of where you live, Cascadia. Do you think, do you, do you think of something that cascades that's dry? That's a good point. Sand. Yeah. Sand. Where the fuck does sand cascade? In the desert during a sandstorm. In the storm. dunes? In the dunes. That's not cascading. It's, like, swirling. <laughs> <laughs> a swirl is different than a cascade. If right. a cascade was a swirl, people would be like, oh, let me get a soft serve cascade, which would be a beautiful thing to say, but it's <laughs> no one's ever said that. that does I, haven't even, right. I haven't even said that. And oh. I'm, I'm, always, I'm always trying to you know, uh, baffle and belittle the Culver's workers with my vocabulary words well, that I learned in fancy uh, elementary school. Well, speaking of cascading soft serves, I am actually, I'm, I'm reporting now, I'm, from, I'm in Culver's countries right now, God's country. That's right, I envy you. You got I'm, them uh, curds. Oh, I got, oh, got, I, oh, I got them curds. I got them butter burger. I'm spreading the viral gospel of Omicron as far as it will reach. <laughs> I, yeah, no, I'm very jealous of you. I saw that you guys are at Culver's. I, I really want some. I really fucking want some. Apparently they have a uh, like a limited item, which is a curd burger. They put the curds on the burger. Wow. But the good That's news is, decadent. It's absolutely even decadent. if it's not on the menu, you can just make it yourself by putting <laughs> the curds true. on the burger. Yeah, that is true. That is like a special item. It shows how little they they think of their customers. And they are right. And they should. Like, they, they should. They, I, as a... As a Culver's customer, they should not think highly of them. <laughs> yeah, my IQ is in like it's barely in the middle double digits, and I haven't even like gotten to eat Culver's in three years. I'm probably the smartest person who's ever eaten there, <laughs> and I, I'll be honest, I I didn't ever think of that. I never thought, oh, let me put the two things together. Well, I'm a. Uh, it's definitely it's a white Christmas up here. Um, I'm loving it. I'm having a great Christmas time. Uh, we watched uh, It's a Wonderful Life last night. You might remember our, our brilliant parody. It's a wilderful life, but yeah, I mean, like, classic. yeah, rewatching that movie though. I mean, I just like the fact that George Bailey wanted to kill himself and not kill his bitch ass uncle Billy. I mean, like, I think they should do it like a remake where it's uncle Billy being shown. What would happen if he never lived and everyone's great. <laughs> that, that dumb asshole doesn't lose the $8,000. They don't have a, don't have a goddamn never... crow and squirrel stalking around their office. He is never held accountable. <laughs> no. At the end of the show, they never. They don't have everyone turn to Uncle Billy and just stomp his ass. <laughs> and Mr. Potter gets away with stealing the $8,000, too. Nobody, also true. Nobody ever finds out that he stole that money. Which, by the way, is the basis of a very funny SNL oh, sketch. Oh, great from the SNL early 90s, sketch, yeah. Where they, have, where they find that out and then they go and murder, <laughs> murder Mr. Potter. I, I, I think that like they should stop showing It's a Wonderful Life because... Um, I don't know. Like, I feel like it's, you know how, like, more teens committed suicide after 13 Reasons Why? Because it's like, no, don't commit suicide. It's awful. You're the main character, even though you're dead. Everyone pays attention to you and feels bad for you. And you're the subject of everything for, like, six years, even though it really doesn't happen that way. I feel like It's a Wonderful Life was that, but for, like, middle, like, 
just low IQ alcoholic middle aged men, which was everyone in America when it came out. They were, but instead of like the the thirteen reasons why thing, instead of trying to kill themselves that way, they legitimately thought an angel would stop them and fix their life. <laughs> That's how stupid people were. That's like Joe Biden's dad probably tried that, but he sucked too much to even like kill himself, right? Um, I, I saw one of those like like stupid uh, like viral articles from last week, and it was um. Uh, seven things about it's a wonderful life that have aged poorly you know just like, oh, like yeah. an article that's just like just begging for people to shit on it like it's it's written just to annoy people and one of the things that was that had aged poorly about it according to the author was that according to them mr potter is not evil he's just a businessman trying to help the community so i was like okay this is I, me thinks i smell a troll here honestly even if that's true even if you think that that's accurate the movie is not an objective, uh, like dissecting of these characters, it is the subjective experience of George Bailey, and he thinks Mr. <laughs> Potter is the bad guy. People have lost that. That's uh, what a movie is showing you, not like reality. No, but like Mr. Potter is objectively the bad guy because he's coded as being differently abled, which is which exactly, is evil. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's bad. He can't walk. He's well, embittered. This is, he's just jealous like of all those people and who can Cawthorn. like uh, who can dunk a basketball, and he wants to punish them for it. Well, th th this is why it's a morally complex movie. This is why it's actually a much smarter movie than people realize, because you initially think that you're like, oh, he can't really walk. He's clearly the bad guy. But then you realize that to Jimmy Stewart or whoever, uh, forget which guy is in it. <laughs> you're right. You're he, correct. He's also the villain because he has a disability too. He's has psychology. No, he's part deaf. Oh, he has two disabilities. <laughs> yeah, okay, so he's the bad guy. He's not morally <laughs> yeah. complex at all. My bad. Yeah, he has two disabilities, so he's, yeah, he's worse. Deaf in one ear. Yeah, he's neuroatypical, which makes him pretty bad, pretty evil. Obviously, then like half deaf. Oh boy. Oh brother. Well, they uh, should they they should update it. They should. You know that Rick Ross music video where he's like pretending he's a mob boss and he's eating dinner at a really fancy place and he goes he says to his butler take all the leftovers and give it to the homeless he's he, sort of a george bailey character i mean he jumps off a bridge in another music video well i think he should there should be like a new it's a wonderful life where he's potter because he's the biggest baller in town <laughs> i think that would be cool well it's a it's a christmas classic so it's a wonderful movie and i think uh Probably the most effective piece of socialist propaganda that this country has ever produced. What about the Care Bears movie? <laughs> well, you know, we can have we can have honestly. That it's it's mostly a pro bank fraud movie because <laughs> if he embezzled eight thousand dollars from the bank, as was alleged, the fact that a bunch of people just give him eight thousand dollars does not cancel that out. <laughs> yes, well, it's I mean, like, like if you rob a bank and then they come to you. And it's like, it's okay. Uh, all of my relatives got together to give me enough money to pay the bank back. You don't not go to jail. Well, I was a little shocked. Crimes at, was still committed. I mean, I was a little shocked at how harsh the, uh, the sort of the, the criminal justice system was back then. Because like, yeah, that dumb, worthless ape, fucking Uncle Billy, <laughs> just straight up loses $8,000. And then he's like, oh, the bank examiner's here. What do we do? And then George Billy nearly fucking tops himself because he thinks he's going to Sing Sing or whatever. It's like, can you just tell them you lost the money? You go straight to jail for that? I don't know. Seems a bit but hard. Like, crime and punishment was really weird, really, until like, until like the crime, like not that the crime bill was good, but it like more standardized things. Because if you read about people who like killed somebody, 
around the time of that in like the 30s or 40s it was like oh yeah no he he like killed his entire family and then like killed the constable who noticed a sound and then like assumed a guy's identity and then killed him he was sentenced to three years like three well, years of just like working outside either but that- then if you if you like stole something if you stole like eight thousand dollars you would be sentenced to 45 years on a chain gang it didn't make any sense <laughs> no, it's like uh, if you killed your whole family and the constable either you would get three years in jail or they would electrocute you next to an elephant they would just yeah. test it out by killing you and an elephant at the same time it seemed pretty randomized back then yeah well uh having a, having a wonderful christmas time here i want to uh thank the boys and uh, danny for holding it down uh on monday in my absence but um Apparently, people are mad at you because you gave China the green light to invade Taiwan. Or wait, I'm sorry, China for China to invade China. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. What are you, what are you talking about here? <laughs> Just re, re uh, positioning some uh, strategic military resources from one part of the People's Republic to another. I don't see yeah. the problem. What's the problem? Uh, I don't see. I don't see how you could like, as, especially as an American, or even like a Brit or a Canadian, be like, oh, that's the thing I care about. Like, well, apparently, worry, this is really worry about your own lifetime. Well, there was a somebody pointed out that the U.S. actually does have a meaningful investment in Taiwan because of all of the uh, production that goes on there. Like they make all of our chips, right? The assumption of the, there of the is the micro that if, variety, not the Frito Lay. China, yeah, <laughs> if China did not like, if China invaded Taiwan, that they wouldn't sell chips to us after that. <laughs> Ridiculous. We're getting them chips no matter what. Yeah, the point the point of America is to be like is to buy chips. The fat, the fat yes. child locked oh, in the Walmart overnight who still has money and can buy things. That's our, what our like that China I don't get people who are like, oh, China wants to kill every American. They want to kill the greatest consumer base that's ever lived, like the most pliant consumer base in the world. Yeah. Why? Who? Why would you do that? Well, until they get about? their own consumer base. Exactly, but that's going to take a long time. And in the yeah. meantime, they have to keep fattening us up. We want they have those to keep chips. us nice and juicy and plump. Yeah. If you really, if you really want to stop China, which like you should not give a shit about as an American, you shouldn't give a shit about anything like that. The, you're not. We're not going to stop them militarily. I saw a lot of funny posts that were like, "Oh, what happens when China invades and wolves kill them?" <laughs> That was a really good. That was post. so good. That yeah. was a really we good. We killed post. all of our wolves. Yeah, no, yeah, we, no, we literally I, killed wolves at the behest of like beef, beef slop purveyors. Yeah, like if the Chinese <laughs> showed up and we tried to do some like Princess Mononoke, like summoning the wood spirits. It, oh, they're all dead. We poisoned them all. <laughs> and what, what I loved about <laughs> yeah. that post was it was like that. Specifically, it was about um, Chinese paratroopers coming to take our ranches. And then, like the like, being hunted by wolves in the darkness of like the Montana night or whatever, and it's like the ranchers are the ones who have killed every wolf in yep. this country. They shot them I, from helicopters, for Christ's sake. Yeah, if we did summon the wolf spirit, the wolf spirit would kill the Americans, obviously. Absolutely. And they would have it. The ranchers would have it coming because they like yes. wolves don't attack humans, they but don't. these like fucking slop purveyors <laughs> who are giving people cancer-inducing beef for the last sixty years are like, oh, they may they like slightly decrease my profit margins. We should make them extinct. It's like fuck you, fuck you. Like I'm not I'm not taking a side in the China America war. Like that's your guys' business. I don't care. But like I am rooting for the wolves. Like obviously. obviously. Yeah, warriors. Yeah, I, I like the way that you stop China though would be just to like 
to make them worse, to like make culture that makes their youth worse, which I think is within our capability. <laughs> oh, 100%. We have untapped reservoirs of bad content to unleash on the world. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. Can, I, has anyone watched our TikTok video with Leia, Felix? Yeah. I mean, the, 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 lay, the foundation, the recipe is right there. But unfortunately, China has banned TikTok. We have to, yeah. we have to, get, we have to smuggle it in. Like, remember when people were like, um, load up books onto these flash drives and we'll drop them into North Korea. Genius. <laughs> we should just do that with, with Calvin's be, TikTok uh, Jeff account. Jeff Goldblum. In Independence Day, uploading the mind virus into the Chinese mainframe. I would love the, like, they, they, I think if you, like, gave an enemy nation who, like, rightfully kind of hates America, like, North Koreans, or, like, is kind of ambivalent and likes her culture, but, like, thinks we're annoying, like, China probably does. If you gave them both types of American culture, you gave them rich dad, poor dad, but then master of none, you gave them like a psychotic, reactionary, stupid thing, but then also like navel gazing, like liberal bullshit. That's enough. That's like that's like unleashing anthrax and cholera. Yeah, like you have. Congratulations, you have broken their brains. Literally, you have created a schizoid culture that is irreconcilable. Like we've got. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Um, all right. Well, uh, I wanted to uh, wanted to get into something um, at the top of the show here. This was a. Uh, this is an article that I was going to do at our live show on Thursday, but we just had too much damn fire in the in the first act to get to it. Uh, but, you know, we, we closed out, obviously, uh, by reiterating uh, our call for the Democrats in 2024 if, if they're serious about winning, which is, you know, an open question. But, you know, J.B. Pritzker and Eric Adams. That's yep. the ticket. Swag. That's the all swag ticket. And, yes. you know, and like, you know, we, we, we here in New York are just uh, we're about to we're about to come upon the new age the Eric Adams regime. And I think I'd like to just look into a little preview of uh, things to come here in um, our fair city. Uh, this is courtesy of Politico meatless Mondays and the evils of olive oil. Eric Adams wants to put New York on a diet. So once again, Eric Adams, you know, he's a, he's a far seeing visionary leader and he knows the evils of seed based oils. Back. Keto classrooms. Can't wait. Um, it says here, Few American politicians have embraced the role of public health ambassador as comfortably as Mike Bloomberg, who banned smoking in bars and restaurants, outlawed, tr sodas. <laughs> outlawed trans fats, and unsuccessfully pushed to restrict soda size. The former New York City mayor was so content in that role, he once performed in a charity show as Mary Poppins to spoof his nanny persona. Now New Yorkers have chosen another wellness zealot, following eight years of a mayor who largely avoided the thorny intersection of health mandates and personal choice until confronted with the COVID-19 pandemic. I mean, I will say that about De Bungler. I mean, like, he was always happy eating a big old slice of pizza, having a, having a classic New York City hot dog, um, just like, uh, you know, bagels, things of that nature. But you're right. It was sort of an interregnum in between, you know, the food scold that was Michael Bloomberg. But now we're getting into, like, the food philosopher. That is Eric Adams. I do want to point out uh, defining physical trait of Michael Bloomberg. Awful little imp demon. Disgusting gnome. Yeah, the Noid. He has the body of the Noid. <laughs> What's the Noid? Uh, he's literally the Noid. He's, yeah, the Noid. He doesn't want you to eat your pizza. He should, he should, yes. He should he be with your pizza, your, your big soda. He's the Noid if the Noid was like friends with Ghislaine Maxwell. But <laughs> Noid has the slight dogs. He should yeah. be avoided. He should absolutely avoid that man. But what is De Bungleros defining physical trait? Large, giant teuton size. Teutonic warrior, giant, <laughs> respected, 
what's the difference between what is our dietary difference? De Bunglero is like, what did he run on? Yeah, like a little bit of stop and frisk. He maybe mentioned that once or twice, but that campaign was really about soda. Mm-hmm. He was like, I'll never keep soda from you. And look how big and strong he is from a lifetime of soda. <laughs> Vital nutrients. Mm-hmm. If soda is bad for it's you, why earth. does it have nutrients in it? It's <laughs> lots of vitamins. Only. Yeah. Uh, uh, Eric, Eric Adams is changing it up. It says here, Mayor-elect Mayor Eric Adams, a former NYPD captain, traded jelly donuts for kale smoothies when diagnosed with type 2 diabetes five years ago. Since then, he has reversed vision loss and nerve damage, shed 35 pounds, and anointed himself a spokesperson for a plant-based lifestyle. As he prepares to take over City Hall, a job that comes with the national bully pulpit, he stands to turn his passion into policies. Quote, we can save more lives with plant-based diet if people would only realize that they are enslaved to fats, oil, sugar, and things that are killing our their body, Adam said in a short 2018 film produced by Forks Over Knives, a company that pr- promotes a whole foods diet. Forks Over Knives. So it's like, if you get, yeah, if you have to eat a meal with a, with a knife, it's bad for you. Agreed. Um, I am just off instinct. I am going to say that Eric Adams is lying about 98% of what happens. <laughs> yeah, I'm lying about 100%. Probably, yeah. I don't think... I don't even think he was diagnosed with diabetes. I don't even think I, that I happened. Would bet, if I could bet, I'd bet he was not. No, They probably yeah. told him something about how, like, oh, blood sugar's a little high. Might have to check that. And he's like, I'm going to save my own life. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what happened. And then he was like... Who knows? Like he he like had pink eye, and then he ate broccoli for four weeks, <laughs> yeah. and was like, "I cured my blindness." <laughs> well, I mean, I, I mean, like you know, there was the famous incident in his um, his apartment in Brooklyn, where uh, the, the media noticed that in the fridge was largely empty except for locks, which is certainly yeah. that's not plant based. It's not plant based. And that's, some people think that that's because his son was actually the one living him, not living there, because he lived in New Jersey, which is another amazing thing. That like the cop that he is, he fucking commuted into the city even when running for mayor. Uh, but even if that's true, when he went to Rouse with uh, Bo Deedle, yep, uh, and uh, Carlo Gambino, whoever the fuck, uh, <laughs> they said that he had uh, the meatballs, or no, he, that he had fish. And why would they lie about that? He well, because they're good friends with uh, good friends with Curtis Lee, where they're trying to undermine his campaign by spreading <laughs> lies about him ordering the fish at an Italian restaurant. Yeah, that totally seems like something he would do. Like he's watching these fat guys eat uh, like uh, manicotti, and he's Slurping like, you know what? I'll have the fish. Uh, fucking gravy and and, and macaroni. Yeah. It's like I'll have the fish. I'll be good. Well, look, I mean, like whether he's lying or not, I gotta say, like for a guy his age, Eric Adams is very fit. He looks very true. Looks great. Yeah, he looks good. He looks great. He like he's killing it. Uh, but, you know, but, you know, he says here in, in electing Adams, a, a, a fit 61 year old who once boasted, I don't have a six pack. I have a case. Voters have chosen someone who used his public perch what? as a Brooklyn borough president to proselytize a vegan diet. He showed off his intricate smoothie recipe and office based stepper for TV cameras, spearheaded a plant based diet program at a leading city hospital and authored. Healthy at last, part memoir, part cookbook, intended to overhaul the diets of its readers. Even olive oil, dubbed liquid fat, didn't escape Adam's scorn. See, I always was. I always. I mean, perhaps I've been. I've been led alive. I've been led astray by uh, by Big Knife. 
But I always assumed olive oil was one of the healthier oils you can cook with. Italians oh, absolutely eat is. that shit nonstop. They live forever. And it's yeah. not like they're skinny. No, yeah, olive oil is... Dude, like, do we do we talked about this? How like, yeah, canola oil, like frying everything in yeah, canola oil, oil. Yeah, that's, that's bad that, for you. That's really bad. Yeah. Yeah. No, not good. Hated for you. seed oils used yes. in many much modern uh, cooking and 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 soy uh, packaging. Yes. Olive oil. When I was in the best shape of my life, I every I cooked everything in olive oil because I didn't know what else to use. <laughs> I didn't know you could use well, other stuff. A little cooking tip for you. The problem with cooking in olive oil is that it has a low smoke point. So if you want it for, for, for very high heat for like frying things, olive oil sometimes doesn't work. But uh, for the most part, I, I thought olive oil was pretty healthy. But could be wrong. You know, I'm not, I'm not a it's, diet it's guy. It's like, it's perfect that this is the oil he's mad at, given all <laughs> yeah. the other oils. Yeah, yeah, Palm yeah. oil destroying Indonesia. Nope, it's, 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 the, it's the healthy, it's the one that is the basis of the diet they tell you to go on if you have high blood pressure or need to lose weight. Yeah. The yeah, Mediterranean pa- diet. Palma, if like we lose three or four major ape species, it will be because of palm oil. Yeah. And he's like, Including you know the what's coolest the bad one? one? Or, orangutans. <laughs> yeah, orangutans, gibbons, all just, all just obliterated by this replacement level shit oil. It's in like every candy too. So it's yeah. a really bad thing. Um, but it says here, Adams, a Democrat, uh, brought his devotion to the mayoral campaign trail, vowing to fund doulas for pregnant women because the first classroom is in the mother's womb. <laughs> <It's> just, True. <laughs> is he a Scientologist? <laughs> he might be. I don't know. Honestly, like. Honestly, would not be surprised he's me if he's some, at least uh, yeah. like had a few uh, audits. <laughs> Absol- got, no, yeah. The first classroom is in the womb. Uh, meditating on stage before televised debates and sharing his elector- election night victory stage with a doctor who specializes in past life regression and Reiki. <laughs> <laughs> he's got some. He's got some pretty boutique uh, beliefs, you know. He's, uh, he's got some cool ideas. I'm, I'm looking forward to the Adams regime. No, it's awesome. Uh, did you see yesterday? Uh, how, he said just to luck out like this, <laughs> you know, like amidst the failure of like the the electoral system to even like to even wink at you anymore that there's anything uh, but awfulness at least give you a guy like this uh well did you see the other day i I like that you would expect someone like this to be like a green party candidate but no he's just literally he believes everything like chris coons believes yeah he just happens to be this person i do like like, yeah can you imagine if it had been scott stringer like if he had not been me too, and he's the mayor to preside over this shit. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, well, no, Scott Stringer. Any of those, all the thick just the, snooze the, cases, just absolute yeah. losers. No swag yeah. at all in the entire. Re- That's why he won, man. At the end of the day, he is the only one running who had swag. Well, speaking of swag, I don't know if you guys saw this, but but just the other day, um, like it's a, a press conference where he told the journalist that um, no one who hasn't been a New York City cop has any right to question his policies on crime or law enforcement <laughs> whatsoever, which a lot of people were like, oh, he's an authoritarian. And I was like, yes, but he's also anti-journalist. So I approve, yeah. I approve, of, I approve <laughs> of this message. Yeah, he's well, he's the perfect synthesis. There, He's like a prototype. He's like one of those weird Nazi jets that like wasn't quite ready for prime time. I don't, like we love talking about Adams, Pritzker's a ticket. He is not ready to leave New York. No way. He can. He will not survive outside of New York. This is anyone else sees him. They'll be like, what the fuck is this? But he's a good test case because he's doing 
standpoint theory for being a police officer. <laughs> this, is the, this is the new type of Democrat. He's, again, he cannot exist outside of New York City's atmosphere, but th they're working on it. They're working on it. Um, it says here, um, uh, much of the time, the incoming, uh, much of the time of the incoming mayor, who is black, focuses on racial disparities in, me in medicine. He likened soul food to slave food on a recent podcast mm. and pledged to build clinics in low-income neighborhoods that lack access to top-tier hospitals. And reasoning that poverty ex exacerbates health problems, he wants public hospitals to double as hubs for social services, according to campaign literature. He has also promised to clean up city-funded food. No more processed school lunches, sugary drinks for public hospital patients, or junk food for detainees in city jails, he told Politico in an interview last year. You should not be leaving jail unhealthy, he said. You should not be in a homeless shelter where I am feeding you on taxpayers' dime, and I am feeding you food like chicken nuggets. I love this idea. Like, you should not come out of jail unhealthy. Uh, no, just your 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 mind is shattered, but your body's in great shape. You've been you've been eating healthy. You've been cooking in avocado oil, eating fishes, eating fish and and kale and things like that. I would like to get inside his head for this because I I believe that's probably the only reform for jails he's suggesting. <laughs> yeah, he probably wants to. He probably wants to that like and bringing back solitary confinement to Rikers. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's what he said. That I mean, that, that the solitary confinement thing is when he said, "If you're not a cop, you have no right to question my my authority or my wisdom on solitary confinement." I'm very against that policy because, like, I think prisoners, I think you should give them an Android phone. I think they should be allowed to smoke again. I don't yes. see any any argument against it. But I, he does have a holistic vision of the world. You cannot say he doesn't, and a holistic vision of medicine. It is insane yeah. though that you can't post from prison. Like, I mean, I like TikToks where it's like, you know, cell phones that are smuggled into jail and shit. But like, I mean, like uh, if you're doing time, I mean, that's like the best. I mean, you can really sharpen your posting game and you probably no. do some really good, good posts, too. And I mean, it would probably just, like, you know, make Americans more aware of the horrific conditions of our, you know, prison system. Well, like the, the thing with American, like I'm, I'm always very interested in how American prisons and jails are versus the rest of the industrialized world. And the thing with the uh, American the American penal system is it seems like they spend a lot of time just trying to like deliberately bore you to death. Like you spend yes. a lot of time just staring at a fucking wall. And I, I don't, I, I do, I do think that should be a policy to like, let them have phones. Like what the fuck? And also, cause like the only time you can make a call, like they're, you're being fucking extorted by these awful companies yeah. or they're charging like $5 a minute or something to talk to your family. There's yeah. I mean, everything with American prisons should be changed. Everything from the slavery part that has a constitutional carve out to yeah, the rape epidemic and how easy it is to get murdered in there, et cetera. But if we're starting like small, if we're starting on a reformist tract, just letting them have phones would be good and letting them smoke again if they want to. Going on in the article, it says, uh, during a recent podcast focused on diet, the incoming mayor said he hopes to grow tomatoes year round for public schools through vertical farming. At times, Adam's dedication morph morphs into fanaticism. He argued a healthy diet could prevent schizophrenia during a mayoral forum last year and has compared fried food to cocaine and heroin. Is he supposed to be like the test case of a guy who was on the verge of schizophrenia and vegetables <laughs> stopped it? <laughs> Speaking from experience. Yeah. 
they, they do talk to uh, the founding director of uh, metabolic psychiatry at Stanford University School of Medicine, who said that he said even politicians with good intentions should be conscious about spreading misinformation. I wouldn't say these diets could treat bipolar disorder or schizophrenia. There isn't data to support that, she said. I don't know if it's responsible to recommend solely dietary things unless it's monitored and seeing if it's working for the individual. Uh, I'm glad they included that bit here because it does seem to be that like Adams is riding a wave of, um, I mean, it's probably because of like how expensive our healthcare system is, but there is there does seem to be a growing belief that you can treat not just serious illness, but like mental illness as well with diet. You know, like yeah, a lot I mean, of people think like thing that you, you can... That's in your control and, and that you can access because everything else is completely inaccessible. And like certainly having a having a better diet will certainly like help your immune system. But like, you know, it's like or it can lessen your risk for certain kinds of cancer or whatever. I'm not I'm not saying, you know, there's n- there's no benefit to eating healthy. But I mean, it's just like that's just not how like disease works. Well, it's a it's very like sometimes American- you're just going to get sick or sometimes you're just going to get cancer. Like you can't, you can't keep and certainly you cannot treat cancer with it with diet. Um, it's a very American response to a uniquely American problem. I mean, like we've it, like most of the shit that everyone eats every day, you could not even sell it in the EU. You yeah, couldn't no, even give it to it's literally poison. It couldn't even, wouldn't even feed it to livestock because it, would, it wouldn't pass their regulations. Yeah, and I think people are aware of it. People are aware that like it's gotten worse and that they feel terrible. But the response is like not that. Oh, you 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 won't feel as terrible. Maybe you'll be at less of a risk for disease. Maybe you won't feel like a bag filled with pus all the time. It's that you know, these literally. If you do, if you go the other way, you get superpowers. Yeah, um, yeah. It's like, like it, I mean, it's just like I mean, with that, it's like Steve Jobs is the ultimate counterexample because if the richest guy in the world couldn't cure pancreatic cancer through juices, you stand no fucking chance. So just yeah, like take what's on offer. From the uh, modern medical system, if you could, if you're available to avail yourself of it, which again is a huge, a huge maybe. That's a huge if. So I mean, yeah, it doesn't surprise me that people are turning to like, oh, if I take these vitamins or these essential oils or I have like a, you know, a, a non-inflammatory diet, I can like stave off the the worst effects of disease and aging. Because yeah, like I mean, that's that's what you can control, like you said, Matt. I mean, that's what's in your hands, but uh, it's not a replacement for you know a functioning healthcare system. I wonder if this is like a PETA situation where I think it's like it's controlled opposition. It could be. Yeah, because instead of like instead of like everyone noticing that our diets have gotten worse since uh, NAFTA and every and everyone feels worse all the time, uh, you just you put the most insane people out front and center. And it's not like Americans are like comprehensively like more lazy or like making like worse choices in their diet as for like 60 years ago. Like if anything, the average diet's probably more nutritious. It's just a matter of like the incredibly complex chemicals and poisons that are allowed into our food. Like just the, without you even being aware of it, just like 90% of the food that you consume or buy that's like pre-prepared or in a, in a, in a packaging well, without sounding like too much of a uh, too much of an essential oils crank, a lot of the problem is that sugars replace fats, and especially like highly processed sugars. But also, I mean, that change happened in like the late seventies, and that was sort of a social thing. The idea that like the overcorrecting from the high fat diets previously, but NAFTA was really fucking bad because it yeah. it reoriented American agriculture towards export focus, focused corn and yep. caused a lot more corn byproducts in our food. 
and everything turned increased. into corn because it was cheaper than any other ingredient. Yeah, like when you go to McDonald's, you are getting the value meal. It's all corn. Yeah. Oops. All corn. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but the, I mean, unfortunately, the countervailing. I, diet is one of those things that's frustrating to care about in a, in a political sense in America because the two lanes for that are either like, you know, how conservatives talk about COVID where they're like, well, like, you know, this hit us really hard because people are really fat. And it's like, that's reductive, but there's some truth there. But their solution to that is to just individually shame every fat person. Like they yeah. want to do, they want to do, they want to do like uh, Robin D'Angelo for yes. fat people but they're yes. also fat <laughs> so it's weird yeah yeah it's it's very complicated but then i mean the, the percentage mo- of people in this country you can look down on anyone for being overweight is like in the fucking minuscule minuscule minority right. of but people who over, are genuinely over, healthy right overweight is a very like it's not a great metric to look at it there's a million other ways you can look at it through but what? uh but then the that's the right wing angle for it and then the more generally left culturally thing is like this eric adams goofy shit and you know like yeah. i mean but like you know on its own like some of the some of the policy proposals like getting like uh like highly processed foods out of school lunches like i mean it's that's if you good. Ever really want to yeah very if good you ever really want to feel bad about like how fucking terrible this country is like look at any of those comparisons of what a school lunch is in like korea or fucking finland versus the united states it's shocking. Just absolute it's fucking slurry awful. hog slop. It is it, it's just it is just a slightly more uh gussied up version of what we've served to cattle. Yeah, and like 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 public school lunches in like France or Germany or whatever, like they really take seriously giving kids like nutritious, healthy food that's like good and you would want to eat for lunch. And it's like a high school fucking cafeteria in America, it's like fucking chicken nuggets and shit and ketchup. Like it's just what we're willing to feed our like like children and well and ourselves, just everyone, just like oh yeah, everybody, just just everyone. It's just it's 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 not it's a shocking thing. Although you well, put up d- a second diet, ago. diet is diet is a huge class demarcation line because oh, yeah. you know upper middle class and above you do you have the most important thing, which is time or paying for someone who has time to you know not feed your ch- kids like. Tyson GMO chicken and you know, hi, uh, highly treated cattle slop. Yeah. Like that that's the class demarcation line, how much you can care about your kid's diet. Someone who is working an effective 60 hours a week is not really able to do that. And it's it's very expensive. It's very expensive to buy better quality food. Um, I just want to just give it for a second because you brought up, um, you know, how uh, how Trump people see COVID. And at our, our show on Thursday, I said, like, you know, we all said, like, if you can bet on it right now, bet on Trump being president in 2024, because, you know, like, I, I don't I don't see I, I don't see anyone stopping him. Certainly not on the Republican side. But I'm wondering this week, though, he's given a couple interviews, like one with Bill O'Reilly in front of a live audience and then another with Candace Owen on like Ben Shapiro's podcast network where he keeps taking credit for the vaccines and admitting yeah, that gotta, he's been boosted like and encouraging stage, his they gotta yeah. be like, no, shut the fuck I, up. Like, I thought, I mean, I just assumed he would start lying about this and blaming the vaccines on Biden, but like, <laughs> he can't do that because like, it's the one actual thing his administration accomplished. I mean, like, I mean, yeah. obviously I don't, I don't give them any credit for it, but like, he wants so bad to be like, I saved the life of everyone on the planet with Operation Warp Speed. We, we would the be vaccine. all dead. <laughs> it would vaccine. be the stand. 
Red flag would be waving in Las Vegas. Just all you'd have is Mother Abigail. Terrible work. Boulder's a mess. My Mother Abigail, her, her sleepy Mother Abigail, she's playing her guitar. There's rats in her cornfield. There's rats. She's got rats. Where's Randall Flag? Beautiful, sunny Las Vegas. He's on the strip. He's on the strip. Folks, he's the man in black. The big guy. Okay, he's got his friend, the trash can man. He said, we love him. We love the trash can man. Let's bring him up here. Let's give him a kiss. I'm just imagining Trump kissing the the third degree burn trash can man after he brings yep. back the nuclear bomb. Yep. Uh, uh, but yeah, no, like I, I just he he keeps saying he keeps he, he said everyone should get boosted. He said no, like it's a lie. Like uh, it's the people because like Candace only just kind of saying like uh, more people are dying of COVID now than last year, which is a fairly stunning statistic. But he was saying it's like the people who are vaccinated are dying, and Trump was like, no, it's not true. It's not true. The vaccines are great. They're wonderful, and. I just I'm think like that, like, that's the lane. That's the one lane where like Ron DeSantis or someone could get an in on him is by being like, I'm unvaccinated. I'm pure blood. Trump has cut I mean, himself, you know, like it's fascinating. I don't know what he's going to do because this is really like with Trump. This is a movable. This is the irresistible force and the immovable object. You have the irresistible force of his ego and its identification with the vaccine with saving all those lives with him. Like it is now like load bearing to his sense of self with always needs to be. Uh, continually buffed up because of his fundamental insecurity against the uh, uh, immovable object of his desire for his uh, idiot trash pig followers to love him. Like he needs that too. And, you know, is he going to be able to be (laughs) mature enough to like swallow his pride about vaccines in order to get back in their good graces? Hard to imagine, but also you can't imagine him just, getting booed and being criticized and not going crazy. That is very tough for him. But I mean, this is, we have seen him tough out being booed before, both about the vaccine, but also when the RNC was trying to stop him by filling the audience with Jeb neocons. Oh yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. I mean, Trump, I think he's able to withstand the, you know, conceptually, a lot of people disliking him. I feel like personal dislike is tough for him. Like, did you see there was like a conservative intellectual guy who is like actually the lib doctor who said that we needed to test the vaccines more cost us hundreds of thousands of lives. Yeah, <laughs> no, they might try that, that one. Yeah. No, we could have had like warp factor 10. Could have had that yeah. vaccine in a month if they just, you know, the, the goddamn the, the eggheads would have gotten out of the way. But I would honestly say I think DeSantis is probably too much of a pussy to even test it, and he just no, waits. yeah, he just goes give. He's the president, give him a term, and then you're there to take up the man. Yeah, and DeSantis like doesn't have enough of an in here because it's like everyone except for like the dumbest people like know that he's vaccinated, and Trump is still saying like there shouldn't be any mandates. Like yeah. that's the, yeah. the big, that's true. That's he still the has the thing. policies that they want, which is no mandates. Yeah. And it just like I mean, if DeSantis had swag, that would be one thing. He has more swag than Josh Hallway or Tom Cotton, but he did. Don't confuse that for him having it's more swag than even the Trump's average. Person. And you know, you're uh, right. You're level. right. Like, I mean, because in both the interviews, you know, he's saying like, you know, it's your choice. You know, I mean, I no no mandates. You know, it's everyone's free choice. But like, you know, it burns him up inside that so many people are making the choice to to fucking piss all over this beautiful vaccine and not take yeah, it. Yeah, to say yes. it's shit. 
it's like it's like if it, it, it's like if rich dentists in Florida chose to join another golf club other than Mar-a-Lago. yes, exactly. You know, like you that, that's a personal insult to him. That like you know all the all the leathery dames are playing golf elsewhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, honey, you just got a party. <laughs> if they were doing that somewhere else. All right. Um, what would you guys say? Would you like to take a news quiz? News uh, quiz. News quiz. News quiz. News. News quiz. This is the special end of the year 2021 news quiz, courtesy of the New York Times. And you know, like, let's just just go through some of these and uh, just sort of see how we do. See how up on the news we are this year. And uh, you know, think back. Let's rem- let's have a little reminiscing on the year that was, beginning with question one. The United States began the new year far behind schedule on its coronavirus vaccine rollout. Having distributed shots to a mere fraction of the 20 million people it had hoped to reach by this time, even as the nation hit a grim new milestone on New Year's Eve, 20 million cases since the start of the pandemic. By the end of 2021, though, more than blank number of people have received at least one dose of the COVID-19 vaccine. Is that 70 million, 145 million or 230 million? Uh, I, think um, I think it's 230 million. I think it's saying at least one shot. Yeah. I think it's 230. Uh, that is correct. It's 230 million Woo! people. Okay. 230 million orcs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, folks. And put them on the orc uh, pile. Yeah. Uh, yeah. God, 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 do I hope that we have a Gandalf out there because that's a lot of orcs. <laughs> Hold out for a Gandalf. <laughs> yeah, we need a Gandalf. If you, are, if you are a wizard who has the ability to be reincarnated or you're a human king, we need you right now. There are a lot of yeah. works out there. The Westfold is about to fall. Are you listening, Gondor? <laughs> yeah. We know we have hobbits. That's all our listeners. You guys are all hobbits. But, but you know, there's we need been a, a Gandalf. There's been a, an, an astonishing explosion in, in orcs in this country. Um, okay. Uh, next, next question. Following months of false claims by President Donald J. Trump that the election had been stolen, a large mob violently stormed the blank on January 6th to take over the halls of government <laughs> in a shocking, display, a shocking display of violence that shook the core of American democracy. Was that the Capitol, the Supreme Court, or the White House? This, this quiz is for babies. This quiz oh is my for God. fucking babies. No one who... If you don't ace this quiz, <laughs> yeah. you don't really fuck with articles like I do. <laughs> yeah, you're not a, I'm an you're article not the that you claim oh, wait, to be. This is, yeah. Oh, wait. Sorry. This is, the new, this is the weekly news quiz for students. So, <laughs> oh. Okay, no wonder yeah. our students are so stupid. Yeah. This is their news quiz? Yeah. Jesus. Um, yeah. But, you know, I mean, January 6th. Not much more to say about it. Um, the funniest day, probably, of all time. Absolutely and, the funniest absolutely. day. And like, I mean, like, the more, I, I will just say this, the more afraid you are of January 6th and, like, wait, like when you see, like, some Capitol Police officer being like, ow, my tummy, it hurts. <laughs> yep. And you're like, uh, this is the saddest day in American democracy. I think, it, it, like, the more afraid you are of it, the more it betrays your FOMO. The FOMO yeah. that we all have. Because it's just like, what rightly morally ordered person in this country i don't care like what your political point of view is but like what decent person in this country doesn't fantasize about burning the capital to the ground every day like you cannot be horrified i'm sorry by the prospect of our beloved uh representatives being hounded by actual citizens kicking in the fucking door of their corrupt temple that is not something to feel how could you feel sympathy is what I want to know. How can you be like, oh, God, those poor people, that poor building. 
Like that and part like, of it. And you can't go on and complain it. about how evil Nancy Pelosi and the leadership yes. of the Democratic National Party is when you're like, oh, like some guy farted in her chair. Don't you want to do that on some level? I love it when people try to like they try to guilt you into it. And they're like, do you realize that Mark Warner thought he was going to die? He should feel that every day. <laughs> feel I want him to feel that day. every day of his Acutely. life. Yeah, like the Acutely. tragedy of it. The thing to be sad about is that the thing that actually got people to do that was not any of the real horror perpetrated by this government or by those people, but by their participation in a fucking online creepypasta about the United <laughs> States government. <laughs> That's what it took to get them in the fucking door. Yeah. Was them tur- uh, believe- turning themselves into Slenderman uh, believers from look- yeah. spending, on too much- spending too much time on Facebook. They went there. Five, ten years ago to like upload some pictures of like their trip to Cabo and like comment on like their uh, hot coworkers uh, pics. And then ten years later, they are literally storming the Bastille. But that's the <laughs> only thing that has the power to do that in this country. Yeah. Real Dude, horror I mean, that, like that, is that's, just that's the, that's the tragedy dissipated of it. into the mists. That's the tragedy of it. It's like, you know, like the best lack all conviction while the worst are full of full yep. of, for, full of passionate intensity or whatever that yep. line is. Do you uh do do you guys remember what McCarthy said that like everyone yelled at him that day cuz it was such, such a good post? What? Like right, right right as they were storming in, he said direct action gets the goods. <laughs> <laughs> and people uh, say like, great. "Oh, uh, first of all, you're you are under totally under uh, uh, underrating the real threat of that day. Like there was a plan, there was an attempt to go. It's like sure, yeah, okay, but who was trying to carry it out? The biggest dullards on earth, and that was reflected in their like version of the Brooks Brothers riot. Was it like Republican operatives going to stop an electoral count? It was send all of the goofiest guys at the tailgate party. Into the into the fucking capital to just mill around and do selfies. I'm yeah. sorry, it, and, and then say, all, oh, and all, all that of them get sent to prison. They're gonna, it's gonna work. It's like okay, if that happens, it's because the intervening collapse of our institutions have not has not been uh, arrested. It's not because of what those dipshits did in January 6th. Yeah, I, it's like if they, if that same group of people, uh, 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 uh. Napoleon, uh, Louis Napoleon's uh, bag of potatoes, but made up of people who caused the bar they go to to have to put up a sign saying no talking to people at urinals. <laughs> um, if they do next time they do it and they overthrow Congress and it's like, oh, they're like passing law. They called a quorum of guys in windbreakers and they are passing laws. It's like, well, you got to hold that one. If the, you let them do that, you really have to fucking hold that one. It's the same thing when people go, Russia hijacked our democracy. Okay. Okay. The Russia? You mean Russia in 2016? That Russia? Yeah. You got to hold that one. I like like when the NSA is like, oh, uh, we, we, we let 50 balls through the goal. Okay. <laughs> what do you want me to do about it? That's you. You, that's you, you fucked up here. I don't know. I do not... I don't see how you could post those gritty memes that we all think are awesome. Yeah, no, like, don't, don't get it. Yeah, we're not, yeah, great. We are certainly wonderful. not saying that the the memes aren't dank. They're dank as fuck. Yeah, yeah, no, they're danked out. They're based shit posts. But like the gritty memes where it's like, oh, like uh, gritty's gonna kill the bosses, and then it's like, okay, someone made Chris Coons wet himself. 
This is we need to, we we need to take this seriously. We need to talk about terrorism. Shut up. I don't care. All right. Well, the uh, the next question is about Olivia Rodrigo. Uh, what's the name of her big single this year? Is it Driver's License or Happier Than Ever? Happier Than Ever, I believe, is Billie Eilish's new album. Okay, so this is Driver's License. All right, that's correct. They, they just gave you Driver's License, Happier Than Ever, or Montero. And it's just like, okay, that's Olivia Rodrigo. Yeah, that's, I, I, yeah. I wouldn't have known Driver's... I think I heard, it some, I heard that word associated with music. But yeah, definitely not uh, Happier Than Ever. The only good song on that album is Brutal, though. That's my contribution. That is a good song. I agree with that. With the music drop. Letting us know what's actually going on out there in the musical world. He's right, though. But uh, no person our age should have an opinion about Olivia Rodrigo. That is for children. <laughs> it is. This quiz is for children. <laughs> yeah, it literally is a quiz for children. I I think yeah, no one our age, ages 23 through 28, should have an opinion on this. <laughs> All right. All right. Next question. On January 20th, Joe Biden was sworn in as the 46th president of the United States. Which True. of the following is not true of the inauguration ceremony. Amanda Gorman, then 22, became the youngest inaugural poet in American history. Two, every former living president was in attendance. Three, Mr. Biden became the oldest president in American history. Or four, the entire event was a hologram as Joe Biden is not the president. Uh, it's uh, Actually, it's the all former presidents yes, were there. Yes. Because, yeah. of course, Trump he was not, not even attendance. admitted he lost, so he wasn't there. Yeah. Uh, that so was a that's a cool send off for his presidency to be like, I won't be there because I'm sick. <laughs> Very theatrical. Oh, so I really won. <laughs> yeah. Amateur investors banded together to squeeze Wall Street hedge funds by sending Blank's stock up by more than ten billion on January twenty seventh. This is easy. Blockbuster, GameStop, or Regal Cinemas. Yeah, GameStop. GameStop is for babies. Mm, for yeah, babies. All right. Next question. Actually, that was did, no, that was. Uh, based memeing what they do with the big game stuff. <laughs> I thought it was cool. All right, I'm, I'm skipping a few questions. One of them is like about finding Myanmar on a map, and we're not going to be able to do that. No, over th audio. no thanks. Get out of here. Right. Okay. Uh, Na NASA safely landed a new robotic rover named Perseverance on Mars of, on February 18th, beginning its most ambitious effort in decades to A, claim the planet for the United States, C, rescue a lost NASA spacecraft, or C, study whether there, uh, what, whether there was ever life on the now barren red planet. I'm I, thought they were, uh, I thought they were building Elon Musk's pool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, it is C, study whether, whether there was ever life on the now barren red planet. I like the idea that it's there to claim Mars for America, though. We should do that. <laughs> should Let's go for it. absolutely do that. Uh, didn't they find a shit ton of water there just recently? Yeah, that I happened? left it there. <laughs> like they found it under at the bottom of a crater or something. There's like a, a ton of frozen water. Did there I make that up? I thought I saw that on the line, on the internet. I did not investigate further because who cares? Yeah, I don't care about space. I I like I sort of care about space, but like the Mars stuff. Like yeah, I don't I like I, deep space. I'm all exactly. about. Give me that. Give me that shit. Oh, like there's a new black hole or something. Yes, but yeah. like. The rest of the planets in our solar system suck. I'm sorry. There, Nothing there, interesting. There was there. no. There Maybe was no. Some, uh, some uh, of Jupiter's moons look interesting, but yeah. Mars, Mars sucks. Yeah. NASA Just a charcoal briquette floating in space. NASA fell off. NASA fell off when they're like, we're gonna keep going to Mars. Yeah. Uh, I Voyager sick. 
where they're like, we're just going to make this go as far as possible. Awesome. And, yeah, and, and cool. have a mixtape on it, too. Yeah. Be like, yeah check they, out. Put, they put Lil Durk signed to the streets, <laughs> volume three. They uh, wanted aliens to see how good Dirk's comeback was. <laughs> um, yeah, and also there's no cube on the moon. I know we talked yeah. about that in Buffalo. It's no cube. It's just a rock. It just looks I hate weird. when they tease us with those kind of cube antics and then it all just turns out yeah, to be a scam. it's all bullshit. Um, I think that um, China, like, China should pretend to be really into Mars and be like, oh, no, I'd, we'd hate it if you claimed it. <laughs> and meanwhile, meanwhile, they're doing Voyager. They have a better Voyager. They actually meet the aliens. Yeah. They make they sign a treaty behind the rest of our back. I yeah. I feel like the covenant whatever what whoever's right about what space is, either Gene Wolfe or Halo or whatever, whoever they meet out there, I think they'll make fast friends. Absolutely. Teach them to play Mahjong like an arrival. Loving it. Uh next up, six Dr. Seuss books will no longer be published because of their use of blank according to the business that oversees the estate of the children's author and illustrator uh is it confusing characters and storylines offensive imagery or plagiarized content i'm gonna say confusing characters there's a lot of plot (laughs) twists in dr seuss i don't like how he thinks that he's smarter than his readers and you don't like richard scary i know that people don't like him because of stuff in his personal life like how what he was like when he was uh dating sky ferreira he's like at least cares about who's reading his books unlike seuss yeah no it's uh, it's offensive imagery well yeah yeah they did uh it's anti-asian uh, stereotypes yeah he, he did right? propaganda for the u.s government during world war ii yeah. that portrayed uh the, the portrayed uh, the japanese in a rather a rather uh caricaturized version in a rather offensive way but he i mean i don't know like our uh, enemy how dare he uh, none of those are in the in the books, though. I mean, these are like propaganda. This wasn't in like. Well, you know, the... yeah, but I think that there is stuff that like slipped into some books. Oh, I think okay. I don't know. I actually had no idea because I remember this was one of the first big uh, things to pop in the culture war after Biden got in, and people were using it as an example of like, well, Biden won. Now we get no more Dr. Seuss because lo- you cannot win from the presidential level as a Democrat in the culture war stuff because. You have no control over what gets you get brain, blamed for. Like the 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 choice of the Seuss estate becomes like an executive order of the Biden administration. That was, there a, there was a lot of funny conservative stuff this year with like people don't remember it now just because it's like you take in too many things. But yeah, it started with Dr. Seuss stuff and then they like got mad at Elmo and Big Bird. Yes, they were very pissed at them for uh, recommending vaccines. Yeah, and of course the funniest thing they did with. The Dr. Seuss deal, which still blows my mind, up there with pouring the French wine down the, the toilet, uh, is they decided in spite to buy a bunch of Dr. Seuss books from the same estate that had banned the ones that they wanted to keep. I mean, they literally put money into the pockets of the people who had actually done the thing that they were mad about, like uh, some sort of unholy reverse boycott. That's why, like, this is never going to end because it's always going to make somebody money. Well, I mean, I well, just, yeah, like, because this, like this, this, at the end of the day, all people really want to do is buy, like buy things. Yes, that, we, we can't even buy like boycott. Make them feel good. Just a little, yeah. l- little bit of a pro tip here for anyone looking to uh, boycott an author or their estate: if you want to steal from writers, buy books from used bookstores, or as I like to call them, uh, the thievery emporium, run by yeah. thieves <laughs> and criminals. 
if you like you are a broke boy if you ever buy a used book i light mine on fire because yeah. if i if i die and someone gives away my books that makes me sick chuck windig is not disgusting. getting a royalty check if you buy that book and it used no yeah do you want chuck windig to live in a car i don't <laughs> <laughs> do you think it would be fun if Chuck Windig woke up every day hitting his head on his dashboard and you know, he was trying to do his his like the fuck a doodle do it's Wednesday ends day you are a but you are a ball of capillaries energy and farts and yes coffee it's when I'm waking up in my car I accidentally hit the accelerator right when I was wiping sleep out of my eyes and uh, slammed directly into a brick wall. Would you like it if I, that happened? I wouldn't. I'm peeing into a Folgers can. <laughs> yeah, that's not cool. That's not. I don't want that. Flurp and garp and thurp. That's the sound you make when you piss into a Folgers can in your car. <laughs> I think um, you know. You know how like other countries have a national year of service. Yes. Yeah. We shouldn't do that. Like we don't need more people in the military. I don't know what people are thinking when they say that stupid bullshit. We should have a year where you have to live in a car. Yeah. A car year. Sort of like Everyone a, has like a their American car year. Yeah. Yeah. Like on the road. Yeah. And then you have to write a memoir about it when you finish the year. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> on one big scroll. <laughs> yeah. You mail it to the government. And the one who writes the best one gets a billion dollars. I've always, uh, there's this um, movie about steroids or a documentary about steroids I really like, Bigger, Faster, Stronger. And it features the best person I've ever seen in a documentary which is a bodybuilder who lives in his car so he can afford to go to the gold's gym Arnold started at. And he's like, I like, he's like 50 and he's like, I keep going in every day in case Arnold comes back and discovers me. <laughs> and that's like, that guy is like, he should be on Voyager. So people understand Americans. Like that's <laughs> what an American's like. All right. Uh, the next question I really like because it's just the times asking you what NFT stands for. Here are your options. Neo-funded treasure. New, yes. <laughs> Neo-funded treasure. New futuristic template or non-fungible <laughs> token. New I mean, futuristic we, template is a really good Parliament Funkadelic ba- uh, album, but I got to go with non-fungible token. Yeah, it's not. It's 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 the most boring one because I think neo-funded treasure and new futuristic template are so fucking funny fun. and cool. Yeah, awesome. This is the real future we get. We don't get a future with the, the neo-fusion tokens or whatever the fuck. I'm, like, NFTs are the... Like, even though they're stupid and tacky, they are the future because it's... 100%. The, it represents the last thing you can do to squeeze economic activity out of America, yep. which is... Char- like the point of M- NFTs eventually is going to be that you you get charged like microtransactions to look at gifts because yeah. there's a guy who owns that gift. Yeah. yeah, because like we think we know that the uh, internet is obviously uh, one of those classic uh, publicly developed infrastructural uh, pieces that then gets privatized and that we live on a private internet and have since the beginning, but. That's a private internet where, like, the profit seeking is at like the distribution point, at like the one who just gives you the internet, and then like the people who who run the sites and stuff, and then advertising fuels the rest of it, like old television did, like the old networks. But that's not every possible avenue of profit within the model of the internet. And since rate of profit is going to keep falling, and places to invest money are going to keep drying up elsewhere. That's going to be the only frontier left is finally putting a price tag on everything in the internet, not just getting on it and like viewing content. 
but the entire process of being online. Yeah, the the thing that is actually kind of ingenious about NFTs is, is the idea that if they made it so it's like you were swiping your debit card, or you're making like a conscious transaction every time you did it. Uh, I think it, people would hate it. Uh, it would it would become like a popular consumer issue. But if you make it so that like, hey, all your shit is on this thing called the blockchain. Mm-hmm. that you never pay attention to and you're slowly bleeding out like 0.00007 ETH at a time to like uh to look at you know uh Brooklyn 99 gifts yeah. <laughs> and we make then, fun of like the, you won't even notice yeah i mean we make fun now of the people who take the the non-fungibility of the token seriously who say because i own this piece of code connected to this image then i actually own it we say no you don't but I mean, fic- ownership is a fiction in every context. They're just building one right in front of our eyes. And what's going to motivate people to take it seriously more than anything is that it's going to be the only place where you can hope to make any fucking money in this if you're a yep. regular person. It's the only way for you to not be totally uh, uh, proletarianized and, and obliterated by uh, capitalism and turned into the, the, the uh, delivery slave. Which is yeah, no. that the only category that the, the Langoliers that are co- nipping at your heels are is the fucking delivery slavery. And NFT is going to be the only way that a regular person can outrun it. And that means you're going to eventually just be forced to take seriously the meaningfulness of that ownership to keep the thing going. Yeah. And to provide new, the opportunity. Your new retirement will be just like buying JPEGs that people use. So you get yeah. like a tiny bit of crypto for it every time. And that you'll get like a little return off that and you either do that. Yeah. Or you're an invisible person. Yep. I, w- I, you know, speaking of Arnold, I wish he, he was, I wish Arnold was a real person, not a character. I wish he could do what he does in <laughs> T2 when he goes to the computer guy's house. Yep. I wish he yes. could do that to everyone. Cause God damn it. This is going to make the internet even worse. What's well, actually Sarah, yep. it's actually Sarah Ar- Ar- Connor that goes real. to uh, Miles Dyson's house in the, in the hope of selling him a lazy ape. <laughs> but, but Arnold is the one who sort of like um, uh, he really uh, he 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 sort of teaches a lesson to Miles Dyson about where 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 the bored pandas are going to lead, which is his me- metallic exoskeletal arm. And then Miles Miles Dyson is like, no, I got to blow up the the bored ape collab. I got to yep. blow up the bored ape yacht club. <laughs> got to kill all the bored apes. <laughs> yeah, I I wait. You know, this is you know. It's too bad Elizabeth Warren got a communicable disease from Bailey. Got a brain, got mad cow disease from Bailey. And we'll her, she got a social disease because, you know, this is the type of stupid bullshit she could maybe make an issue over. But she's not going to do it. No, she's mad cow. She's like rubbing herself on the carpet and shit. They're going to have to put her down soon, too. Should have never given Bailey that floor burrito. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Damn, uh, Elizabeth. All right, well, here's a question I actually don't know the answer to. This is, uh, okay, evidence is mounting that a tiny subatomic particle, the muon, seems to be blank. Scientists announced on April 7th a finding that would open a vast and tantalizing hole in our understanding of the universe. So does it appear that the tiny subatomic particle, the muon, is disobeying the known laws of physics, mutating into a new form of matter, or swallowing other atomic material. I think they made this up. <laughs> well, the thing is, is that like the one contains the other two. Like A is also a That's description why I think of the, the answer is second a. and the third yeah. choices. So I'm since picking, that yep. one is 
right no matter what, it's got to be A. Yeah, no, you're right. It, it is A. Disobeying because it like the it, the other two. Because if it swallowed another thing, it would first be disobeying yeah. that. It says, oh, I say, I'm just going to read the, the answer here. It says, uh, the result, physicists say, suggests that there are forms of matter and energy vital to the, nature, to the nature and evolution of the cosmos that are not yet known to science. The new work, they said, could eventually lead to breakthroughs more, de- more dramatic than the heralded discovery in 2012 of the Higgs boson, a particle that imbues other particles in mass. More, we're, we talk, we're talking more heralded than the Higgs boson particle? That's Forget, right. Yo, it's we're we're, yeah, we're, on, we're about muons now. No, no, yeah, fuck, I that, was, fuck that. That's that, that's old shit. We're about the muons now. We're all like we're older guys. We're all sixty three years old. Uh, we were there when Higgs boson came out, and the night that they came out with that, it was a fucking movie. Yep. We were turning up. It'll yep. never be like that again. No, nope. yeah, By I just way. don't feel the same thing about this muon. By the way, I've actually uh, according. I mean, I've invested in the blockchain, and now I I own. Several several trillion muons. So if you ever come across them, you owe me a royalty. <laughs> nice. right, getting it on the ground floor. Yep. Yeah. Um, uh, I I gotta say, it, it, like we talk about stuff, and, and it's very depressing. I think we talk about the future where the future where we are, you know, uh, either torturing John Candy on the internet, or we are <laughs> John Candy being tortured on the internet. Those are our only options. Because and it is sad because the world feels very fixed. Uh, but this kind of shit. Thinking about it is nice because it reminds you that we the world really is completely unfathomable. We like you cannot pretend we we walk around thinking we know what's going on out of necessity to avoid just collapsing and and, and being just stunned by the, the 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 choices that we have to make every moment. We we have these ideas about what the world is, but they are they bear a very just passing resemblance to whatever the hell is really going on, and that means that you can live knowing that you can't know what's going to happen. No, so you, you should stop assuming the worst. We can't. Yeah, no. In any sense, we do not know that. I mean, like we, we've had, we've made a lot of hay about ghosts on this show. But I think like, honestly, like I think in all senses, you don't know what's happening is going to happen. You don't really know what's going to happen politically. You don't really know what's going to happen in any sense. But like. I think I honestly think shit like ghosts, what we think are ghosts are it's gaps in between what we our conscious minds can process and what is actually happening. I don't honestly, think there yes. are like yeah, fantastic. Welcome to the Joe Rogan fantasms. Yeah. No, I do think I think that. I think that like what they say in the Matrix where what people think are ghosts or vampires are just like it's weird shit that you can't really process because you're not good at the Matrix yet. I kind of agree with that. I agree with that. I yeah because I mean you know we've talked about how the numbers with ghosts don't work out yeah not nearly enough ghosts yeah so you don't know what's out there you don't know what you will know you don't know what you'll find out you won't know that's true maybe yeah. may yeah oh, maybe she'll be revealed perhaps you want to know what I think by and by yes the most merciful thing in the world is the inability of the human mind to correlate all its contents we live on a placid island of ignorance in the midst of black seas of infinity and it was not meant that we should voyage far i understand uh, most of it <laughs> uh, i'm not gonna say all because that's ridiculous but like i'd say like 75 percent. the one that gets me though is is the dark matter that's the one that will, will just never get out of my head is that there's this stuff that is called dark matter that is called that because it is just all the things in the universe, all these space, all the energy that cannot be accounted for, that cannot be perceived by humans. And that's 90% of it. It's a lot of shit. Um, 
I like I like skinwalkers. And well, I think hell yes. Yeah, I think it's stupid when people are like, oh, the left should get into the crypto. It's like the, the bad people already have it. The real thing we should be doing is unionizing skinwalkers. Yes. No crypto. Uh, uh, sell crypto, buy cryptids. Yes. It's yes. Like, just like just just. Um, yeah, no, um, invest in cryptids. But as far as skinwalkers go, this is sort of like a like a desert and southwestern based kind of like vampire or shapeshifter. Is that what a skinwalker is? Yeah. Well, they okay. There a lot of them in the Southwest because they all they were all following a, the last Grateful Dead tour. But I, uh, <laughs> I actually there are a few skinwalkers that live in my building, and I'm lucky to call them friends. <laughs> they're nice guys. Well, like I like, how do you know they're skinwalkers? They told me. Oh, okay. you know, it, it was like you know, like when you meet a neighbor, they're like, "Oh, you're are you new to the building? Uh, what's what do you do?" And I'm like, "Oh, it's embarrassing. I have a podcast, you know." And they're like, "Oh, I feel the same way. I'm a skinwalker." <laughs> <laughs> then he then he tu- then he turned into every girl I've ever had a crush on in front of me, and I was like, "Oh my god, he is." <laughs> and he's like a cool guy. He's my friend. All right, uh, here's a good question. At the risk of infuriating Turkey. President Biden formally announced on April 24th that the United States recognized the killing of 1.5 million Armenians by Turks more than a century ago as as blank, a crime of aggression, a tragedy (laughs) or a genocide. An oopsie daisy. Yeah, (laughs) a a tragedy. He acknowledged it as a tragedy. It did not even say genocide. The uh, the Simon. No, they did. They did recognize it. No, they did. They finally did it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's it's amazing. The like, they spent it's all correct. those years not doing it, and like Obama said he was going to do it, and then they didn't do it, and then they did it. And what did Turkey do? They just went, "Oh, you, you jerks!" That's it. That's all they yeah. were ever going to do. It's just yeah. amazing. God bless Biden. Just closing, all, turning out all the lights. The the uh, sort of Israeli NGOs got more mad at it. Yeah, that's Israeli true. and Israeli, like the Simon Weisenthal Center, very pissed. If you say anything yeah. about Armenians, because their new thing is uh, not really new, but like in the last 30 years is no other genocide except for Jews yes. happened in the no, 20th century. They, they think they got, they actually bought the copyright. They have they, they they the blockchain on, IP. Yeah. on the genocide. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're, no they're enforcing their it. IP rights about yeah. the genocide. Yeah. The fucking uh, Simon Weisenthal people, they just had a junket in Azerbaijan. <laughs> fucking scumbags. Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ dude. Oh, well, yeah, my I'm God. A- All right. Um, here's another one for you. Um, on July 26th, 39-year-old pop star Britney Spears petitioned a court to block the publication of photographs taken by paparazzi, gain control of her song catalog, or remove her father from her conservatorship. They freed Britney, folks. Yep. They she was freed, freed from her conservatorship. Which I got to say, look, I mean, a lot of people got mad at me, you know, when I said this, when it happened. But Britney Spears, like, you know, her parents um, losing that court case and her being freed from her conservatorship. It was a huge loss for socialism. And before you get mad at me, I suppose you I suppose you think that workers shouldn't own the rights to Britney Spears' songs. And by workers, I mean her parents. Yeah, it was. I was, it was a sad day for socialism. It was worse than what they did to Corbin, actually. <laughs> the same people were doing it. Um, I like. Um, I didn't really follow the free Britney thing. Obviously, like you know, her parents are awful. Um, did why do you think it became like? Do you think it became just a, a big thing 
because it's just we can't do any new thing and we just have to relitigate old things and then we have to do the self-flagellation where people who were 10 years old when Britney Spears was happening have to go we were so awful to her yeah yeah this is a weird weird exercise I like yeah uh Perez Hilton being like we all did the bad stuff I did <laughs> like yeah. no I I didn't I ran zero uh, items about Britney Spears I published yeah. zero pictures of her vagina never happened one time yeah uh, let's see here. Um, ten people were killed and dozens more injured at a concert in Houston on November 5th after a large crowd began pushing toward the front of the stage during a performance by hometown artist Beyonce, Kelly Clarkson, Travis Scott, or Beelzebub. <laughs> <laughs> folks, folks, Beelzebub. He's from Houston. He's Nick Beelzebub, known for his catchphrase, it's lit. <laughs> <laughs> slime life. Hey, remember slime. when they were doing Satan uh, worship and mass uh, sacrifice like a month ago? Yeah. Remember Whatever how happened with that? it was supposed to be a big deal? You were supposed to freak out. <laughs> uh, presumably those people who are am. still who are obsessed with that are still pursuing the case, are still pressing to have oh, Satan obviously. Uh, held accountable yeah. for this. No, I mean, like, uh, they haven't just forgot about it a week later. No. And uh, no they, I'm sure it's they're still also, a major issue. They are uh, simultaneously somehow uh, exercising total uh, emotional and bodily fixation on uh, uh, on exercising the demon from Travis Scott, uh, saving uh, middle American families from uh, treat uh, from treat uh, depletion caused by supply chains and uh, fighting against uh, the crime in San Francisco, the crime wave that's uh, claiming all human life. I'm assuming that they are some. They've got all those things still in their mind to the exact same degree. They certainly didn't forget about each one the minute that there was no longer a thing for them to get mad about uh, on Twitter. They can, they're still completely invested in all these things. I'm assuming. I think they work with Biden to solve all three of those problems. <laughs> no, no more questions in the news quiz. It was a very easy news quiz. The only, yeah. the, the, only the only thing that actually threw me for a loop was about the Muon. And I was able to figure out the answer to the question because, well, like, the, poor, poorly, the answer the, the is, choices is, were yeah. uh, bad. Bad, yeah. bad, bad question writing there. Yeah, I mean, that could have been a lot harder. They could have, they could have had like a way more challenging news story. But you know, if you're yeah. even, if you're even mildly into articles, that was kind of a breeze. That but was, I will say though, that was low level article. That's some highlights for children style articles. Uh, the last thing I want to talk about uh, before we go is like uh, Matt, you brought it up the, uh, you know, the San Francisco crime wave. Did you see that? Uh, that blue check Caitlin Flanagan, who is like totally convinced that quote California has collapsed. It's collapsed. It's and people collapsed. are like, uh, actually, like my my the the, <laughs> the value of my house has doubled over the last two years. How is this possible? And she's like, I don't know. I don't, <laughs> yeah, the state, like, is, the state the has thing, collapsed. The thing that I'm ex- I'm like seeing with my eyes has conflicted with the thing that I have believe because of like lead paint based entertainment that I've been consuming, which one could be wrong. I can't, I can't square it. She also said in another tweet that she believes that she said that crime is not just going up. It's not just ticking up, but that it it is at or exceeded early nineties crime levels. Absolutely. Which is when like crime was at the highest it's ever been. Which is the the highest it's ever been. Yeah. Just, and it's just like, Convincing yourself of of this model of the world that is completely synthetic, and and then insisting that you are actually the one most connected to regular people. No, she was well, well, like crime, like in Chicago at least, the murder rate has not been higher since '96. But like, don't you have who you want in Chicago, like a law and order Democrat who's going to do civil forfeitures? 
Why isn't that working? Well, that's the thing is that it's if where crime is up and it is, you cannot correlate it to any prop policies. There's, I mean, first of all, barely any place actually defunded the police. But crime is where crime is up. It's up whether or not the c- cops got no more money or less money. It, it it has no correlation. Like, and I gotta say, I wish more people had like. I mean, I guess it doesn't really matter, but it would have maybe been less frustrating to listen to this uh, discourse if more people had talked about when the fucking uh, pandemic began and when we really got like into it a few months and then we all start realizing, oh, like there, this is not going to get fixed. Like this is going to be a huge uh, uh, like permanent emergency that that's going to lead to crime going up. Yeah, of course it is. Denying it. Denying it's happening uh, or that it's not a big deal uh, is absurd because it's not like you have to point to like, oh, it's because of BLM or it's because of the fund. You don't have to defend against that accusation. Uh, You can acknowledge that, yeah, we've just had a giant mass sacrifice as a society and told everybody that none of our institutions have any legitimacy or uh, ability to do anything and you're on your own. Happy New Year, everyone. No, uh, <laughs> I mean, no, like the, uh, the, 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 the parallels between like areas where crime has always been bad, but like has exploded in a lot of places, like at least in places like Chicago, the parallels between what we have done by we, I meaning meaning the United States government has done there uh, and the parallels to what it has done in places like Iraq and Syria are horrifying. You know, that w- yeah. one group is favored, that you dump a bunch of shit here. You can go back in time and look at like, go back in time not that far and look at like gangs that were given millions of dollars in loans by the government, and it's hard not to see that as deliberate in the in the context of everything else that was going on in the eighties. But then now there's the extra element that they are experiencing what we did to Russia in the nineties. Whoops, we sold mm-hmm. everything. Whoops, yeah. whoops, we 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 fucking strip mined everything and. If you treat people like they are colonialized subjects in the Middle East and then you also tell them through your actions that there is no future, that this will never get better because there are no institutions, how do you think people will act? Yeah. Well, in the article that Caitlin Flanagan was sharing, it was uh, it was relating the fact that um, rich people in California and like Los Angeles had begun to purchase fake Rolexes that they can wear out. So if they get robbed for it, it's just like, oh, I'm only out two thousand dollars rather than two hundred and forty. <laughs> and I was just going to say for like the guy that's going to fucking uh, stick a gun in your face for your wristwatch. How the fuck are they supposed to know it's fake or not? They're just going to see you wearing a Rolex and fucking rob you for it. And then, like, well, if you're worried about mean, getting robbed, like, that, don't wear any Rolex out. Don't wear a fake one because that's just, you know. <laughs> I think they're assuming they're going to get robbed. Okay. So, so they'll have something to give so they don't just get killed exactly, or whatever? Okay, yes. I under, okay, yeah. I got, I got it. It's like, well, going to go get robbed. But it's just this idea that, like, like again, like, yeah, like, it, 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 like if, you, if your view of the reality is entirely mediated by the TV, like, you could easily believe. I remember fucking Meghan McCain talking about how, like, like all of Fifth Avenue was like like a blasted ruin. Like it was like yeah. Dresden after World War II when like the Black Lives Matter protest happened. And I was like, fuck it. Like I like I live in New York City. Like I can like, like I was just like outside the, this morning. Like it's fine. It's fucking totally. There was a police precinct on my fucking corner. Like it's just 
it's like, I think like a lot of people like it's just the old like fears about like cities or whatever, and they're really they're really stoking it because there is a you know there there is a there's been an uptick in crime like or at least at least homicides, but like most every other crime has remained um historically low, or to the extent that it's risen at all, it's like risen from a to, from a point of again historic unprecedented low, but it's just this idea of like. They're, they're so afraid of cities. They're, they they just think like you're just like you step out of your car and you're immediately like raped and killed. Yes. Uh, yeah. There's nothing about that in the news quiz, but yeah, it's, it's for babies. It's for stu- stupid fucking babies. Yeah. yeah following, following the news is for babies. We should make our own news quiz next year. Yeah. We should have a startup um, because like this really made me scared at how bad our kids are at reading articles. We yeah, should not a good sign. <laughs> yeah. We should start a, a startup called Lit News with Travis Scott. This is how he's going to win public favor back. He's going to increase all media the, literacy. All the blasphemy that's fit to print. Yes. All right, gang. Let's uh, let's wrap it up for today. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas, folks. Enjoy it. I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye. There's nothing as sublime as Christmas on Riverside Town.